Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey team, we've hit Friday, Money Friday, it's Money Friday. Staffy here for the next three hours today, not going till four because there's a special, special edition of Running It Straight. Uh, Sammy Hewitt and Kempe are at, uh, is it two wise birds, three wise birds, one of those, you know what I'm talking about, at the port. portage, something, I should need to find that out, don't I? So if you're in Hawke's Bay, you'll know where I mean. You know where I mean. I'm not a local there. Great part of the world. Sammy just messaged me, actually. He's just arrived in Napier. They'll be on um, on air at 3 till 5, I think it is today. And then, hopefully, Kempi gets there. His flight was cancelled, so he's at the airport waiting for another one. Otherwise, we'll be running it straight with Kempi. And commentary tomorrow of the Warriors with uh, Sammy Hewitt, commentator, and Sammy Hewitt, expert comments, Sammy Hewitt, press conference, insights, and Sammy Hewitt taking your calls. Kempi will get there. I back him. Um, looking forward to today, actually. A uh, bit of a mixed bag. We do have Jody Brown just after one o'clock, former Silver Fern. We'll have a quick look back at, at the season that's, that's well, the regular season's finished. There's two games to go. Of course, the elimination final, which will be live here on SCNZ from 3.30 on Saturday. Of course, the Pulse hosting the Stars, and we'll have a look ahead to the Mystics. They're already in the final. And I want to pick, it, pick her brain about a couple of players that I've seen this year as well. That'll be at 1 o'clock. Um, somewhere around 1.40, we're going to get Keith Price on. He's of the Napier City Council. And what it means to have the Warriors playing in Napier this weekend and how they're preparing for the big occasion. I really want to know how they got them there, how much of part did they have to play because I remember we talked to, I think it was Dean from Dunedin during the week actually saying, you know, it'd be good to have them down in Otago and Christchurch and, you know, spread them all around New Zealand. It's not through want, not wanting to, it's they need the council support. So I'd suggest Napier Council or Hawke's Bay Council, whatever they're called, they've supported it. So they're there. We'll have a talk to him. Uh, the Jeremy Paul Show at two o'clock, as always, the great man, although he hasn't replied to me. And I'm a bit concerned. He usually replies by now. I remember last week, he woke up two minutes before we rang him because he's on night shift with the newborn and then sleeps in the day. Uh, so hopefully we'll get the great man on just after two. And Taylor Mitchell, an up-and-coming jockey. Well, when I say up-and-coming, she's probably there now. 57 winners this season. Taylor Mitchell. Um, also, we have our normal bits. What's making news? Brendan Popperwell will be on from the table. I think it's Brendan Popperwell today. We'll have a look back in the day as well. And we'll try and catch up just before we finish uh, with Sammy and Kempi if they're all plugged in and operational about what is coming up on their 
a couple of hours from three to five. But we're going to relaunch the sweepstake, just a special day today. We're just going to go super rugby. We've done just league, we've done combined, but because it's a half, a half round of league this week, I want you to ring up and tell me which of the Super Rugby games will combine for the most points? Both teams added together, highest number. The games are Highlanders-Reds, this is tonight, Force Rebels, tonight. Tomorrow we've got the Drua Pacifica, which is the Pacific team's uh, local derby, that is in Fiji. Crusaders-Waratahs, Blues-Hurricanes, Brumbies-Chiefs. So they are your one, two, three, four, five, six games. Which one's going to have the highest combined score? Give us a yell and talk to us about the game as well. And there'll be a lot of common answers, so we need a try scorer in that match that you're picking as well, a try scorer. And so we're only going to allow first in, first serve. So if you pick, I don't know, Highlanders Reds and you take Aaron Smith, other people can take Highlanders Reds, but you can't take Aaron Smith. Okay? Okay. And it's a $100 TAB bonus bet. That's our midday madness. 0800 150 11. Let's rock. Well, listen, Buster, you better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. And just before we take the calls, of course, with Sammy not here, I've got uh, Smiling Joe Bell and Finn Basimo in the uh, studio. Smiling Joe Bell's got a raft of nicknames. Good ones, bad ones, and different ones. I think I'm the only one that calls you Smiling Joe Bell. And that's probably the best one I have here at the station. The, the kindest, at least. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone thought it was because you always smile, which generally you do, but I see you and you make me smile. So we're just a, we're smile squared. Oh, that's really sweet of you. Far, far out. Sorry. You always make me swear. I've never heard something so sweet. That's so kind. <laughs> no, I see Joe, and it's just like, you know how you see some people and they just. To use Izzy phrase, they make you up and about. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't work with Joe much, so I've been looking forward to today. So welcome in Joey and Finn Basimo as well. Who are we taking your calls? 0800 or you can text in double eight double Oh, geez, we've got a board full. Let's crack into them. Dino and Dunedin. G'day, Dino. Good to hear the two smiling assassins looking forward to a weekend. How about that? That's awesome. Yeah, man. So we'll go. We'll kick it off. Like the weather this time of year is a bit inclement. Fiji's probably where the game points are going to be scored, but both teams got to win down here in Dunners. We got a roof. Let's throw it around. I'll take Nuggy. I'll get it off the back. No one else can have him. And Baker Manawatu, we've got grey hair and absolutely buggered, but we've loved having him down here. So, no, nah, they should throw it around. Both teams need to win. It's harder to pick than a broken nose this round. So, yep. That's where I'll go. Perfect. Do I have to give a margin or anything like that? No, you've done all you need. Um, so Highlanders, if they do combine and Nuggy scores, you're the man. I'm just worried if there's more than one try score. I'll figure that out on Monday. I'll figure it out. You're in, Dino. Highlanders game, Nuggy to score. Too easy. Top man. Too easy. Cheers, buddy. Jeez, all 10 lines are full. Craig from Tauranga. G'day, Craig. G'day, Steph. How you doing? Very well. I've seen your text. You'll see it later. Um, and you might have a wee smile. Um... I did. I, I had to get in early before young Zade because Zade and I are probably going to pick the same. I'm going to the Blues with Mark Talia. <laughs> Sorry, Zade. <laughs> Let's see. Is Zade on hold? Zade is on hold. Oh no, that's Zane. Oh, Zade's next actually. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, oh no. Okay. Uh, yes, but no. I, I mean, I was looking at the I was looking at the Drua Pacifica game as well. That I think that'll be high scoring. But no, I'll stick with the Blues, Blues Hurricanes, and and Mark Talia. Cheers, Beautiful. Craig. Cheers, Craig. Zade, has he flogged your one? So does that mean I can't pick Mark Talia? You can't pick Mark Talia. You have to take another one. Uh, yeah. uh, you can take another game if you want. 
Now I'm taking the Blues. I will go. I'll go for um. Please, I'll take Ricka Ricka Tally then. Woo! The Taranaki yeah, man. Take, yeah, I'll take Ricka Ricka Tally, and I'm sorry, the Blues are gonna gonna take the chocolates tomorrow at the Fortress back at home. Um, got got the top top players back, Nepo and Offer. Um, they might want a few scrum penalties, and I think Blues are gonna win in a tight one. But yeah, it's looking great. Team Marcel Renato on the bench. Um, Stephen Perifetta back on the bench. Um, yeah, looking pretty good. So, um, and I don't mind Harry Plummer at ten. Heem and um, Plummer looks pretty good at. I mean, sorry, Heem and um, Rico in the midfield looks real good as well. So, um, yeah, I'm real happy with that team. Awesome. We're only missing Barrett and Dalton. Otherwise, it's the best team we've got, really. That'll do so, me, Zay. Yeah. Sorry, mate, we can't talk for long. We've got full board of course. Thanks, thanks though, buddy. You're in the draw. Oh, you're in the comp. Simon and Hamilton. G'day, Simon. G'day. Uh, how are you, Mark? Very I'll good. take um, the Blues as well. Oh, this is a popular game. Okay. And I'm going to take um, Caleb Clark. Caleb Clark can score a try. Can score a try. I'm just. Go- I. I also have to. I also just have to check, check, check. No one else's. No, we've got a Ioani on the text machine. We've got a John Olo and we've got a Lamani. So we're good. You're good. You've got Caleb Clark and and Blue Skates. Perfect. Thanks, buddy. See you, mate. Uh, moose. I can't do a moose roll. Wish I could. How you doing? There it is. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah. A yeah. couple of callers mentioned the draw already, but nobody picked it. So that's what I like. It should be a good game back home in the sunshine there. Fiji, I think there'll probably be a lot of tries, and I've go for Ironi Sow on the wing. I'm going to draft him into my fantasy team this afternoon. I've already got uh, Marcy at centre, so tossing up between those two. But Ironi Sow on the wing, love it. Try score, I think. Love it, Moose. You got yeah, the Drew and Ironi. Anyway. It'll be a ripper. Can't wait for that one. Yeah, yeah. Good Thanks man, Moose. Much. Cheers, buddy. Let's go. Right. To... Cheers, buddy. Cheers, mate. Come Let's on. go now to Paul in Christchurch. G'day, Paul. There you go. That uh, caller before me stole my thunder, unfortunately. So I'll take his other one that he was picking because I think there's, uh, there's going to be mountains of points up there because both teams drop the ball a lot and I reckon there'll be a lot of tries. So I'm going for the other one he won. I, uh, is it the centre, I think he was He was just talking about? PG? Um, I'm just going to try and get those team lists up so we don't I get... I can't pronounce half the names, so... Bear with me, I'm not too good on the names. No, that's all right. I'll try and I'll, I've got the lineups here. Sao, uh, Ravu Tama, Masi, Ravovo, Talia, Lamani was the one he said, the halfback. Yeah, no, um, yeah, these, it's the one that's just, he spurgles a lot of ball around the ruck area, so. Okay, you get Lamani. Nice. That's great. Thanks, Mark. Perfect, buddy. Have a great weekend, Paul. <laughs> Let's go now. We, we got Gary in Upper Hutt. G'day, Gary. Gary, Steph. Hurricanes all the way, mate. I'm sorry, all you blue fans, but we're coming up to ruin your party. <laughs> well, lucky yeah. you don't have to pick a team. Yeah. You just have to pick a game. So you're going to take a, oh, okay. you're yeah. going to take a cane to score a try in that match. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm a bit torn there between Rupert and Amua, but I'll, I'll go. I'll go Amua. I think that's wise, eh? 
He will rise yeah, to yeah, the occasion. Rise, something like that. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, he's been out for a little bit. and I think the whole team's going to rise. We had a little buy against the Chiefs last week. Not really a buy, but, you know. I know what you're saying. We sort of gave that game away. Yeah, um, I know what so you're they're saying. Gonna come, they're going to be firing. Yep. Yeah. Awesome, Gary. Thanks, buddy. Okay. See you, mate. Uh, Zane and Parapara Umu. G'day, Zane. Not Parapara Umu, mate. Just pulling in to Napier. Oh, Just good boy. Here he is. Let's go. We're up early. Hey, um, I'm going to go for the, the, the Island uh, Paradise mashup over there. Yeah. I'm going to go for whoever's playing number eight for CG. That is Darena Lagi. Here we go. Look for 100 points between those two, eh? <laughs> let's hope so, and let's hope uh, the Warriors put 100 on the Broncos. Four tries for Metcalf, mate. You bet on it. OK, good on you, buddy. That's Zane and Paraparumu. Jason in Auckland. G'day, Jason. Hey, Mark, how's it going? Very good, very good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Rebels in the Force game just to be a bit different. Nice, I like that. And we'll um, go with Manasa Mata'eli to score. Manasa Mata'eli. Yeah, he's good too. There's some good, sneaky good players in those second-tier Aussie teams, could I say that? They haven't got full squad strengths, but they've got some standout players, and you picked one out there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's what I'm going for, and those Aussie teams tend to have shit defense. So. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Awesome, buddy. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. Um, is that the same, Graham? No, we haven't had Graham yet. Graham, uh, I've written to Graham down. No, I haven't. Graham, a tiny far man. How are you, Stabby? Good afternoon. I normally would go for the Crusaders, but I'm going to go the Pacifica Drew again. Yeah. Levi uh, Moore. I think he'll. I think any of those players in both those teams is probably going to score a try the way it's going to be up there. It's going to be a good game, I hope. Yeah, he'll want to put an exclamation mark on uh, the headlines that come out of him this week, and he'll just say. Bang, yeah. here I go. I think he's got the ability to put it behind. I didn't realise he was 28. I thought he was younger than that, but no, there we no, go. And then, and, and oh, just quickly, probably not going to talk about it today, the Wayne Smith appointment, I'm not sure what they're, what they're trying to say to Alan Bunning and Scott Robertson. Are they, are they trying to say, well, you know, here's, some, here's someone to hold your head? I'm, I'm, a little bit, I'm a little bit disappointed. I just think let them go and do their job, you know? Because the media, if, if it all goes wrong for Scott Robertson, they're going to say, well, how much influence did Wayne Smith have on the selections, blah, blah, blah. And mm. yeah, it just turns into a circus. Just, yeah, to me, it's just a great a great catch for New Zealand rugby. But, I, you know, we don't know what his job description is. So, yeah, yeah, for I, I me, wonder, for I, me I would rather he was involved at Super Rugby level, particularly there's going to be three new head coaches at Super Rugby level. I think there would be more benefit of his wisdom into those coaches rather than Robertson yeah. and, and yeah. the Black Ferns coach. Fully agree, mate. Fully agree. But, yeah, we'll maybe talk about that next week. But, yeah, anyway, mate, have a great weekend. Stay safe, everybody. Cheers, Cheers buddy. Bro. Much love, Graham. Um, we'll take <laughs> – it's just chocker. Oh, let's just keep going. Brett from Huntley. G'day, Brett. Get him up, mate. Chiefs. Uh, everyone's picking feet. <laughs> oh, everyone's picking Fijian, so I'm going to pick a Fijian, and his name is Imone Rawa, no, no, and he plays for the Grabs. <laughs> and uh, heads up for tomorrow night's theft, uh, Sky Sport pop-up one, quarter to nine, live out of Cagliari in Italy, Hayden World versus Alex Yee. Oh, thank you, because I love watching those two guys go at it. You know I love it. Yeah.
Yeah, so I thought I'd tip you off, and uh, just another tip off after I finish my training here, still in the folk, as it is lifting. I'm heading north to Alexander Park, picking up the Sheriff of Tolaga Bay on my way. Oh, jeepers. There you go, people. There's another reason to go to Alex Park tonight. Oh. <laughs> Good man, Brett. You anyway, have a fantastic night, mate. Thank you. You too, my brother. Cheers, mate. We have to take a break at some stage, Joe, but the lines are still full. I'm not quite sure what to do. I reckon do one more. One more. One more, we'll take a break. Leroy Kiora from Gizzy. Hello, Steffi. Hey, is Tiwaru playing for Fiji, Nandura? Uh, Please say his name again. Tiahuwadu. Uh, I don't see him starting. Might be flank or lock. No. Mm, Tamani, Mira Mira, Dirana Lagi. Someone's taken them. Kariki Devay. Oh, no. And no, he's not there. No. Well, I'll go for the Chiefs then. I'm gonna go uh, McKenzie. Chiefs and DMac. Nice and simple. Yep. Yes. Thank you, Steph. Have a great weekend. Sorry, people Thank that are you, on. Je, you take care, buddy. Uh, people that are online, just stay online. We do, by law, have to take an air break, so we'll do that now. We'll come back with you. we got three entries on the text machine. We've got Crusaders game, Cody Taylor. So the number ending in 503, you can have him. Uh, Paul, you can't. You have to retext. And the number ending in 8779, sorry, retext. That's just the way it rolls. We can't have double ups. We'll try and not get double ups. Let's go to Mikey in Christchurch. G'day, Mikey. <laughs> Steffi, Super Rugby not popular, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> got a full board of calls, eh? Oh, it's unreal. It's awesome. Uh, I think it's more to do with $100 than Super Rugby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could have uh, done it on Netball. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, man, I can't pick between the Canes, Reds, the bloody uh, Chiefs, uh, Brumbies, uh, Blues. Blues, oh, it's just it's just too close. So I'm going, I'm going my boys, going my, going Crusaders, yep. and uh, well that that game, Waratahs I believe are uh, bringing a slightly depleted team. Mm-hmm. Um, so Leicester Fainuku to score, I reckon he'll get three. Oh, there'll be a there'll be a power play for that. I'm sure yeah. of it. Yep. All right, mate. Yep. So. That's what I'm going for. Good on you. Thank you. Thank you. Crusaders fighting Anuku for Mikey. We go to Darren and Aussie. G'day, champion. Hey, uh, Steffi. How are you? Brilliant. <clears throat> Mate, I was very tempted to go to the Fiji Moana because I think defence is going to be an option. <laughs> but um, I agree with your last caller. I think the Crusaders are going to go out. They're, they're starting to make a statement right now. I think uh, Will Jordan is just ready to go. Mm. So Crusaders um, Jordan. Is that your pick? Yeah. Uh, actually, some he, I think I saw a text message earlier saying he's not playing. Uh, he's not playing. Um, yeah, here's the thing. Uh, is he the oh, guy? Okay. Uh, let me just double check. Let me just double check uh, Crusaders lineups. That's right. I'll go crazy. I'll go Sam Whitelock. Someone's go already crazy. got him. Someone's already got him. Oh, Jesus. Yep, no, uh, he's, uh, he's not playing. Got Mighty Williams. Tamari Williams is playing. Wow, I there love that. Tamari Williams, yes. We got there. No one else will take that. You're safe. Cheers, Darren. No, I didn't even realise it was 100 bucks until you said it just before. So, yeah. so uh, it's, sometimes it's not the money. It's just a good show. It is. So. It's good fun. Good on you, Darren. Good chatting, buddy. Thanks, mate. Let's go to Joey in Auckland. G'day, Joey. G'day, Steph. I reckon um, it'll be Crusaders. And uh, has anyone got Callum Grace? No. 
Yeah, so does Callum Grace. And just on the Wayne Smith, I, I, yeah, I was talking to Smith earlier this morning, and I think it's a great, great call of getting him. But I think it could have been even better for him to to, to um, be motivation for or, or helping out the NPC uh, staff. Wouldn't that be fantastic if he was help, helping out the coaches and in, 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 uh, in that? You know, because the, the, I look at, you know, Scott Robinson and them have already been there, done that. These guys coming through, and we're looking for at least four new uh, coaches for the, um, for the Super 15, aren't we? You know, so it, it could be a, a, a re, would be a really good mentor. But I'm glad we grabbed him, because someone else would have grabbed him, mate. Yeah. You know, not yeah. too worried about that. Yeah, I, I think you're right, um, MPC. And the thing is, he's now an employee of New Zealand Rugby, and he's not going to have the workload that he had when he was involved with the All Blacks. And, yep, help out these new four coaches in Super Rugby, Super Finishers, go and help out the new NPC coaches. You know, I, I was around back in the day when um, Graham Henry was head coach, and I used to go to Hurricanes training every Tuesday to um, do stuff for Sky, just captains' interviews and coaches' interviews and stuff. And every now and then, the whole all-black coaching squad would come and spend time with the Super Rugby teams, and I'd watch Chrono with their scrums, and the boys absolutely loved it. So if they can use Wayne Smith in that sort of way with their tacticians, with their defensive patterns, all that sort of thing, do it for Super, particularly the new coaches, and then go and hit up some NPC. So you just need to spend a day each with them just to make sure their processes are good. Yes, well, Steffi, before I go, I'll tell you, you know, one of my mates, uh, he played for Scotland, Sean Lameen. Yes. And uh, Sean had a, a little bit to do with um, uh, Wayne Smith. And he said that, that's why they call him Professor. He said, you could sit down with him for three hours. He said he's that, that good to listen to and, and to feed off. And Sean coached um, uh, Glasgow over there. Mm-hmm. And he was coaching the under-21 under Scotland. Um, and obviously, you know, he was the first guy to go over it and end up um, playing for uh, Scotland through his grandparents' heritage. So there you go. Mm. And um, he said Wayne, Wayne Smith was unbelievable, mate. Yeah, I was lucky enough. I, I, we were coming back from a game in Dunedin and the, we couldn't take off because of fog or ice or something. And I sat in the Corrie Lounge with Wayne Smith um, and we watched the second half of a game out of uh, South Africa, coming in from South Africa, very early morning flight. I learned so much in that 40 minutes from him on how to watch a game, not just watch a game. He was fascinating. It was, he's such, you're right, he is a professor. Yeah, the, the other thing, you know, the, just quickly, the other thing, the other guy that's great like that, I can listen to all day, Jeremy Coney. Yeah. Unbelievable stuff. You know, you, I could sit down and just listen to, Tim just go, oh, he's just, he's brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, you have a great day and go the, the mighty turbos. Go on, Joey. Go the mighty, go the mighty Broncos. <laughs> Goodbye, Joey. Can't be cheering yeah, for the Broncos. Can't be cheering for the Broncos. Well, you can if you're, they're your team. You can if they're your team. Jeez, there's a lot of, there's a lot of entries here. Like... I've had about 15 phone calls in half an hour. Simon's just calling up. We'll place Simon on hold. We'll take new sport and weather. If you want to get into this, if you've just joined, which game of Super Rugby will have the highest total number of points in the match? Pick a match up. There's six of them. And for a tiebreaker, I need a try scorer from that game as well. $100 TRB bonus bet up for grabs. If, if, if we have a tiebreaker, or if two people get it, because you might have two different try scorers and they both score, it'll be 50 each. If we get three, I don't know.
I'll figure it out Monday. 0800-150-811. Ring up. Get your entry. We'll be back in two. Oh, listen, buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Righto, ring us to get your entries in. Just having a look at the ones that have just come in on the text message. I'll actually let you know so we don't double up with your picks. So the two blokes that I said had to change from Cody Taylor, they've gone Fergus Burke, I mean Fergus Burke and Richie Moonga. Um, we've got a Highlanders game with Putty Putty Parkinson, Fijian game and the halfback. That is Romani Amani. I'll find that. I'll get that. So okay. Back to the phones we go. Simon in Auckland. G'day Simon. I'm having a good day. Yeah. I'm going to go for the Drew again. Yep. Uh, I like the day game. I was tossing up out of that in the Crusaders, but I think I'm, I'll go the Drewer. Um, has anyone got the Drewer and the Winger? His first name's Celestino. Oh, I don't know how to say the last Rav. Ravutama, Ravutama something, and the name runs out on my yeah. page. Yep, no one's got him yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes, I'll go the Drua game and that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the flying Fijian. <laughs> yeah, he's but, pretty good. He's they're good to watch, eh? Yeah. They're bloody good to watch, yeah. that team. They always bloody throw it around, eh? Yeah. Mm. Nice. All right, good buddy. Yes, Debbie, have a good day, mate. You too, man. Thanks for calling in. We go to Jordan. Welcome in, Jordan. Hello. Hey, uh, guys, how's it going? Yeah, we're good, mate. Good, good. Um, has anyone got um, Connor Garden Bishop for the try scorer tonight? He, Highlanders Reds. They have not. Cool. I'll grab that, please. Connor Garden. He plays. He plays bigger than he is. Okay. If that makes sense. Oh yeah, he's um yeah he is. He's uh, a lot better than his <laughs> than his brother. I was real disappointed with his brother over the first five issues in Wellington. But yeah, Connor Connor, fantastic player. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, I like him, and yeah. he's got a, he's got a bit some, about some him. Good stock. Bit about him. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Good man. Thanks, buddy. Awesome. Thanks. Have a good weekend. Thanks, Jeez, Je- mate. Someone's just sent in a suggestion for the tiebreaker. Yeah. Who scored first? So if we have three try scorers from the Crusaders game, which one of those three scored first out of the three? Brendan, you're on the staff. I'm going to do that. I like it because I'd rather give away a 100 than 250s. So we're a bit like the NRL. We can change the rules on the fly. So that's what we're doing. It's whoever scores first. Um, I'll keep running through the ones that have been taken. Um, Rico to score a hat-trick. Blues-Hurricanes game, game, Rico to score a hat-trick. Guess who, listeners? Guess whose entry that is? Chuckling away in his house. <laughs> Ken, of course. Oh, good on you, Ken. Um, lots of Cody Taylors, but we've right, righted that ship. Another one for the Drua from Canaveri, from Louis. Is that Louis Herman White? I wonder if it is. Uh, Hurricanes Geordie Barrett is one. Um, can't believe the Blues have named another changed backline. One round Robin game to go says it all. Why can't the backline for them be Christie, Perifeta, Plummer, Heem, Rico and Talia on the wings, Sullivan. Moving forward, 
Leon McDonald worries me with his selections, or is his hand being forced? Rico isn't a 13. The Canes will belt them Saturday. Blues no, won't know what has hit them. There he is, issuing the challenge out there. Uh, we go to Bruce in Christchurch. G'day, Bruce. Sorry, he's not on the line yet. Oh, he's not on the Finn's line just yet. explain to him how, how this works. Yeah, all of our all of our lines have just gone orange. I've never seen them go orange before. Is that like we only pay for 40 calls a day? And we're <laughs> is it like your power gets cut off once you I use I think it rates? is actually, yeah. No, I think Louis is picking them up in like Christchurch. He's talking to people at the same time as us. Oh, is that what the orange is? I don't know, man. It's super complicated. I don't know anything. It's just orange. And now they've all gone green. Does that mean uh, I can... Bruce, t- you can talk to Bruce. I can talk to Bruce because yeah, yeah. he's gone green. Okay, Bruce, I finally got you. I haven't gone green, mate. <laughs> well, you have on my board. Okay. I'm quite... I'm red and black at the moment. <laughs> yeah, oh, you you always will be too. What game, You're the green one, mate. What game do you like to be the highest scoring game? Um... Do you want me to remind you what? Well, you can remind me, yeah. Okay. Here's the games. Oh, gosh. I got rid of them. I got rid of them because I was looking up the horses. But that won't take me a minute to get them back if I just keep talking like I'm paid to do. Here they are Uh, Highlanders Reds, Rebels Force, Drua Pacifica, Crusaders Waratahs, Blues Hurricanes, Brumbies Chiefs. Which game's going to happen? Crusaders Waratahs. Crusaders Waratahs, no problem. Okay, who's a try scorer? And you can't pick one someone else has picked, so you say the name and I'll say whether they've been picked or not. Could you? Hasn't been picked. There you go. Big Jack. Big Jack. Is he starting? Uh, Is he starting? Is he? I just. just, You would think so. I'm having a look. He's not. You've got got Havili and Enor as your midfielders. Oh, Enor then. Take Braden Enor. Yeah. In or, all right, mate. Champion, you're in. You're in. Good show, buddy. Cheers, man. Take it easy. That is Bruce out of Christchurch. We head back up to Auckland. Damien in Auckland. G'day, Damien. G'day, Manny. How are you? Oh, I'm oh, box of birds. Box of birds. You're stuck, stuck inside, though. I know. I know. Well, birds get trapped inside. Someone opens the door and I'll fly out at three. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sitting outside in the middle of a garden, beautiful sunshine, not a breath of wind, no rain. It's just fabulous. Oh, living the dream. And now you're going to tell me which which game's going to have the most points in it this weekend. Well, I'm going for the Canes, Brumbies. No, the Canes are playing the Blues. Uh, Sorry, the Blues. Yeah, 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 Canes, Blues. Yeah. Um, And and, um, Artie Savia. Artie, like it, like it. Yeah. If he gets the ball five metres out, you can chuck four defenders on him and he won't stop. Exactly, yeah. Good pick. Good pick, Damien. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Great, thank you. No worries. Um, We've just got another Tamaiti Williams Crusaders. You can't have that. Uh, Ian, someone's already picked that. Uh, I mean, good pick. I'm not pooing your pick, but you can't have it, Ian. So text us in another one. Um, Hmm... Do I read this one out, Texter, 525? Is that, is that a secret or can I read that out? Because it starts with Staffy, inside word. I've got the inside word on something. And it's around the Crusaders. Uh, it was announced during the week they're doing a Hall of Fame. And I think they're picking, is it six or seven Crusaders 
to start their Hall of Fame or their Immortals or whatever it is. And in the selection committee, I know Sam Whitelock was in there. I think Scott Robertson's in there as well. And there was one other. And someone's told me who three of them are. Do I read it out? Surely it is accidentally dropped who's uh, going to be in the, the new Hall of Fame from his hospital bed. Is he won't know. I, but he'll, I mean, he might, he might know, and he, he's high on painkillers at the moment. He might have dropped on Bricky. I think he, he implied that he knew, or he had a good idea. Yeah, he'd have an idea. We've all got an idea. Like, be Richie and Dan. Yeah. Andrew Mertens. They're my first three. Mm. Richie, Dan, Mertens. Well, I think there was talk, there was debate about whether it should be someone, you know, not, not the big names who uh, really are, are big names because of their careers as All Blacks, like someone, you know, a true blue crusader who's been there, who, you know, who, who didn't get many chances but played every single game for the, the Crusaders. Yeah, the, yeah, you had to have played either 100 games or you had to have captained or you had to have won a thing. Now, one of the names that this text has sneakily sent in, I don't think he played for the Crusaders. Yeah, I don't think so either. So I, don't, I think this guy's just making it up. Wayne Smith didn't play for the Crusaders. He played for Canterbury. And this is a Crusaders Hall of Fame, I believe. Um, And he's put guaranteed, and I want a prize if I'm right. I don't think you can be right because Wayne Smith didn't play for the Crusaders. He was pre-Crusaders. So, okay, I'll give you a prize if you're right (laughs) because I can't see how you can be. Someone's text through Chiefs Brumbies DMAC. Sorry, you'll have to re-text. We've already got a DMAC. Apologies. Apologies. Crusader Savelli, that one can stick. We haven't got that. Force Rebels, the force winger to score. They're number 14. That hasn't been picked. You're in. He's texted and said, read it out. Think early. I don't know who this texter is, but we're having a conversation. I'm all about it. I am all about it. Um, actually, we're not. I've got a horse tip for you. It comes from, I think, one of the greatest horse tipsters in afternoons of Staffy history. I'll read it out to you. Because I think I know he's given me a cryptic clue, but I think if I go to the race, and the, I think I'll be able to find it. I'll have that and more of your calls. 0800 You've only got about 10 minutes to get in with your chance to win a $100 TRB bonus bet. Which t- uh, sorry, which game will have the most points total combined both teams in Super Rugby this weekend and who's going to score a try in that game? Back in a moment. Just on the Wayne Smith into the Hall of Fame of the Crusaders, apparently coaches can make it as well. <clears throat> and he coached from memory was at 97, 8, 9, and I think what they won two of those. So okay, he could be in could be in with a shout. Uh, back to the phones. Carry uh, what I can't even read Carrie from Manama Two got new glasses on today. G'day, Carrie. Hey mate, how are you? Very good. I'm gonna go Highlanders Highlanders to have the highest scoring combined points game. Who's a try scorer in that one for you, champ? Uh, I might go Thomas Umanga Jensen if he hasn't been taken. He hasn't been taken. Thomas Umanga Jensen, like it. You're in. Cheers, buddy. Thanks, mate. Have a good weekend. You too, man. You too, buddy. Uh, James in Dunedin. G'day, James. Hi, Stavi. So... uh, I'll be using my $10 bonus bet on the Landers with a winning margin of 1 to 10 and Aaron Smith's anytime try score. I think that's the boosted one. But my sweepstake yep. will be um, the uh, the Drua and um, Moana Pacifica. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone been over that already? Yes, we've got, a a f- we've got a few in that one. Who do you want okay. to be a try scorer um, in that? His name, uh, 
his name escapes me, but it's the starting halfback for the Drua. He's kind of got the um, the guy who's kind of got the Falau Fakatava looking haircut before Falau actually had a haircut. <laughs> yeah. You know the guy? Yeah, Lomani. Yeah. Uh, has he, is he taken? I don't... Th- oh, I think he... Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, Finn, have a look on your list to see if you've got it. Every time I've, every time I've watched uh, Drew a highlights or a Drew a game, he seems to score. Actually, he has been taken. Paul and Christchurch took him. He was very early on. Okay. He took him, so you have to have another one. Right. Um, oh, what about... Um, is, is Levi on my... He's taken. Still playing? He's taken. He's taken. Yeah. Oh, bugger. Um, so... Um, I don't know. What about people talk highly of the number eight for the Drua, don't they? I think so. Oh no, no one's taken him yet. You're good with him. Yes. Yeah. yes. Am I right in saying that? Yes, he's, you are. He's highly thought of, isn't he? Yeah, Darina Lungi. Yep, he's very good. Yeah. All right, chuck him down then. So Drua, um, Pacifica, and the number eight. Number sport. eight for the Drua. For, uh, the Drua number eight, that is. Top man. Yep. Cheers, Cheers. James. Have a great weekend. Uh, East Coast Tolaga Bay. Ed, kia ora, Ed. Kia ora, um, Up the mana, Peter Gus. Oh, Chief's mana, Peter Gus. Simple as that, you're in. Ciao, mate. Cheers, mate. Short and sweet, which gives us just enough time to squeeze in Kingsley from Greymouth. G'day, Kingsley. Yeah, g'day, mate. Is it okay to include NRL teams, or is it Super Rugby only? No, just Super, because only half a half okay. half a yeah, round. Yeah, I'll, I'll go the I'll go the Drua and Pacifica. Yeah, lots of Drua players have been taken. Forty thirty two to the Drua with that uh, the little stocky winger that's quite good. Is it Tamanawa? Oh, Tava Tamanawa for the, from the Pacifica. Yeah. Oh, is he Pacifica? He's yeah, Pacific. sorry, I'll pick him to score, but the Drua to win. Tava Tava Nawa. He is good. He's a bit greedy, yeah. but that's what you want if you're picking a try scorer. Yeah, high scoring. He'll, he'll score one. Yeah. Perfect, buddy. Uh, thank you. Cheers, you, mate. you are in. Thanks. Cheers, mate. Right. Phone Thanks. lines are closed. Thanks. Phone lines are closed, everyone. Uh, but you can text in. You've got about five minutes to get your text entries in. I don't think we've had, ever had this many entries into a sweepstake. I've filled a page. There's tw- we've had 20 phone calls. And I think, looking at this, we've had about 50 texts. Oh, this is going to take some admin on Sunday night for Finn. Finn will take all these home and he'll find out who won. Hey, Finn, thumbs up. He's not even listening. He hasn't even got his headphones on. All right, uh, we'll have our last break before the news. I'll tell you what's coming up after this. We just did a quick tally up. There's about 85 entries in here. There are some double ups because... Finn Basimo was taking down the text messages. I was taking the phone calls. So here's here, here's the count back rule. If there is a double up, we'll split it. If there's a double up within a game, like two try scorers in the same game, it's whoever scored first out of them. But, for example, I think we've got two chase tier tiers and we just haven't got enough time to do that and there's someone else, two of them. Um We'll figure it out. We'll make it fair. It'll it'll be democratic. It'll be very democratic. Uh, still to come today. We're coming up to one o'clock. After one o'clock, Jody Brown, former Silver Fern, we'll have a look back over the season. We'll pre- preview this weekend's game and a little little look ahead to what they've got in store with the Mystics um, already in the grand final next week in Hamilton. Uh, Keith Price, he is a Napier City councillor. 
and what it means to having the Warriors playing in Napier this weekend. And I heard that if you haven't done your census, completed your census in Hawke's Bay, go down to McLean Park today for the captain's run, fill in your census, get free tickets. That's innovative. Uh, We also have the Jeremy Paul show on and Taylor Mitchell, uh, apprentice jockey, having a fantastic season. We'll be talking to her amongst other things as well. But we've got Karen doing the news for the next few days. Welcome into the crew. Does a great job. So we'll get her new sport and weather right now. Welcome back in team, uh, we're just going to delay Jody Brown just a little bit, uh, let herself get mentally prepared, um, had forgotten, but that's okay. Got some good text messages just on um, free tickets to the Warriors for doing census, that's BS. Do Labour voters and gang members get in free too? <laughs> yeah, I, um, I think part of it, if we just put a little bit more of an understanding hat on the census was during... Uh, the Gabriel devastation in Napier. Um, so a lot of people lost the forms and a lot of people that was the last thing they wanted to do. And so I, I'm going to give them a little bit of a leeway there. And, um, you know, I don't mind I don't mind giving a few gifts to the locals in Hawke's Bay. Uh, it's sold out. And I'm going to ask the councillor about how all that happened. Um, oh, I told you about a horse I was going to tell you about. Um, great man from West Melton. I'm going to read you his text. Staff, everyone's missing the lovely horse in race five. You'll know it when you see her. So I'm going to race five and I'm picking, I'm guessing it's at Alex Park tonight just because I know he loves his harness. So let's go to Alex Park race five. Oh, I can see it straight away in the beautiful green of Manawatu Colours. Looks like he's backed it already because it opened 250, now 240 Manhattan. Manhattan, what's going to trouble it? Let's have a quick scan of the field, maybe. Oh, I, I don't mind Bree Express. Diamonds are forever. No, Manhattan. Not a great draw, but there you go. Manhattan from a very good harness tipster. Very good harness tipster. Had a few texts in on this Crusaders Hall of Fame, so uh, I didn't know all about it, so coaches can qualify. Rob said, hey, Staffy, Moanga, Mertz and Marshall would be my three. Dan and Richie played sensationally under Robbie Deans until 2008. But from 2009, the All Blacks were their main care and the Crusaders didn't win again until 2017. Discussion point. Like it. Um, that's another pick. That's another pick. Staff, the category for the Hall of Fame, you have to have played over 100 games coached or captained the Saders since their inception. There we go. There's a qualification. Thanks, Graham. Yeah, you'd know. If not him, Smith, Robbie first title winning coach, All Blacks coach, 100 games as head coach, with Marshall first to 100 games, or was that Reuben Thorne? White Crockett first to 200 games. They are my three. Take Smithy out for now. He'll make the cut 
next inductees. Wyatt Crockett. There's an absolute champion crusader. Absolute champion crusader. Um, Staff. Hi. This is from Kimberley. Oh, yes. The SENZ Afternoon Executive Chef. On the second SENZ birthday, can we maybe have a behind-the-scenes Q&A session in the Midday Madness slot? I want to know about the voices in a particular ad. Is that a dumb idea? Kimberly? you've never given me a dumb idea. I've never done, actually, an open line talkback about ask me anything. Ask me anything. Maybe that could be it. And you can ask us about our, our two years. You can ask me and Sammy and whoever else is on. Um, we might even grab Smiling Joe for the second anniversary. Smiling Joe Bell. Yes, he's into it. Thumbs up in the air. Um, something else I've got an idea. Text me through on double eight double three if you think this is a good idea. It was when I saw that the Crusaders were doing a Hall of Fame. Um, I think it's, is it six or seven are the initial inductees? I thought, and we could even do it next week if you think it's a good idea. So we've got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We've got Blues, Chiefs, Hurricanes, Crusaders, Highlanders. Let's have the SENZ Hall of Fame each franchise and we'll just do one a day for five days and we'll have your nominated Hall of Fame. And you can, I'm just, my, here's what I'm thinking, instead of texting through your seven, text through your top three in order. It'll be like the, <clears throat> be like the Dally M's. Your first pick will get three points. <clears throat> Second pick gets two points. Third pick gets one point. And then the six or seven, well, let's make it six. Let's make it an even six with the most points will be that franchise's Hall of Fame. Do you this, like that, Joey? This is the best idea you've ever come up with. I'm not even kidding. That's a great idea. Did you just come up with the idea? Yeah. It's a great idea. You like that? I love it. Yeah. Do you think uh, Beaver and Izzy will make it? Um, I don't know that Beaver had enough games. He, he is a bit of a cult hero in mm. Chiefsville. Uh, Izzy? Oh, he'll go close. But you know, when you've got a team like the Crusaders, yeah. there's so many unbelievable players and arguing merits of one player and another and you can just you can just reel them off with, with the white locks mm. Owen uh, Owen Franks I know he's Hurricanes now but absolute servant um, Corey Flynn wonderful hooker there Caleb Ralph Reuben Thorne two of the most much maligned Crusaders the Crusaders will be tough because there's so many Highlanders it must be Aaron Smith right Aaron Smith is locked in, yeah. but then you'll have people like Ash Dixon, Elliot Dixon. I'm just going off the top of my head, don't worry. Ben Smith, of course. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that could be interesting, and we'll just work our way down the country. So if you're in favour of doing something, something like that, team, just text me in with just, just like a, I like the Hall of Fame idea. And if you like it, if there's enough people like it, we'll do it. We'll do it next week. I should really ask Sam that, but Joe Bell? You're the producer today. Shall we do it next week, in your view? Locked in. Actually, I'm producing you on Tuesday. So, yeah, sure. We can run on Tuesday for sure. Is Sam off on Tuesday as well? I think I think he is, yeah. Oh, yes. He's, he's doing some deck renovations. And deck. The, nice deck. Deck. Yeah, yeah. Nice yeah. deck. And the carpenter that's doing it freebie said he could only do Tuesday. So if you get a carpenter slash builder for a freebie, you do it Tuesday, don't you? Absolutely, you do. So, hey, text me through if you like if you like that idea. Um uh, I thought the Warriors would have come down earlier than 4 o'clock Thursday to Napier. I thought they went Wednesday. I thought they went Wednesday. I know they're visiting um, Tohu Harris's Marae. I think I've got that right. 
I thought they were there Wednesday, but you'll probably know better than me. Um, I think, oh, I think they were at a school yesterday. I'm pretty sure I saw some photos of them at a school, primary school. So surely mm. they were down there yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, so the Crusaders are only picking three. Oh, so do we really have to ju- readjust our sights? Do we let the Crusaders criteria affect SENZ Afternoon's criteria? Let's. I just think three. So, no, I want. Let's do uh, five. We'll do five. There's there's the executive decision. Five five from each franchise next week, Monday to Friday, if you want it. Um, don't say my name. Okay, I won't. But uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I can, I'm allowed to read your text. It's just this dichotomy. Wayne Smith's one of them. Don't say my name, but Wayne Smith's one of them. Unnamed, well, named, but unnamed person. Wayne Smith is one of them. And I, I wouldn't have a huge disagreement with that. Wouldn't have a huge disagreement with that. I just like it to be, like, Smithy's like a legend, and he's he's been so influential in All Blacks' performances um, in reasonably recent times. But when you're doing Crusaders Hall of Fame, you have to eliminate All Blacks performance and All Blacks coaching. It's just Crusaders. And that I've always had this issue. This is another, I'm going to go down another rabbit hole here. When people say, oh, Scott Dixon never wins the overall sportsman of the year. And then he'll win something. And they say, look, he's been doing it for 10 years. And I'm like, you can't look at that for athlete of the year. It's the last year, not their legacy of the last 10 years. So for the Crusaders Hall of Fame, it's just what they've put in for the Crusaders. Nothing to do with all black test caps. Nothing to do with all black captaincy, all black coaching. This is my view. Shoot me if you want. Um, so next week we're going to do Hall of Fames, five from each province. And this is the cool thing. Blues fans, you can vote on Highlanders and Chiefs and vice versa. I think it could be a really good really good first out um, for to kick off our new format, which was the, if you weren't up to date, uh, breakfast the same, six till nine. Mornings with Ian Smith, uh, still the same, 9 to 12. Uh, afternoons will be 12 to 3, and then the run home, 3 to 6. So everyone's doing three-hour shows now. Um, so we'll be a bit more condensed in the afternoon, so we'll pack it full of good stuff for you. Don't you worry about that. And also remember today at 3, running it straight 3 to 5, so the run home 5 to 7. After them giving me the raz about going from four hours down to three from next week, they're doing two hours today. Two hours. They better thank Sam and, and Kempi for that. Right, we shall take a break. Jodie Brown's uh, indicated she is ready to talk to us, so we'll have some netball with former Silver Fern Jodie Brown right after this break. Games to go in the ANZ Premiership, the elimination final this weekend, and then the grand final in Hamilton next weekend, neutral venue. I'll get into that as well. Joining us now, former Silver Fern, wonderful analyst of the game. Jody Brown joins us. Jodes, uh, it's, it's exciting. Top three teams, two games to go. Yeah, it is really exciting, and it's. Um, I think it's built like the excitement throughout the competition as well, like not knowing who was going to be in that elimination final until that last game on Monday was, um, yeah, it was outstanding. just shows how good the competition's been this year. Do you feel like there's been an extra edge that uh, very unusually there's no Silver Fern trial? Uh, team's going to be picked after the final's done and dusted. I felt like there's been an extra edge the last four or five weeks because they're the trials. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. I think that's um, yeah, part of it as well is being able to prove you know your spot and your personal skills, but also make sure that you're looking after you know your individual franchise team and their priorities as well. So it's been good to be able to see the players that can balance that really nicely. Um, but also, I think that the competition has you know, uh, uh, no discredit to the steel if we count them out. The rest of the teams, you know, any one of those teams could have been in that final. I was really worried for the steel because I think one of our most promising, in fact, she's one of our best players right now, but I think she's a long-term silver fern and Kate Heffernan. And I just didn't want the steel performance to sort of murky her reputation because they were winless. But if you just singled her out in the steel, she's still a great performer. Oh, totally. And I think it's probably taken her a wee while to get into the season to adjust to, I guess, her surroundings and the setting and the, the way that the, the steel has played out this season. But I think probably in the back half of the season, you really saw Kate Heffernan stand up. I mean, she sits like third or fourth on the um, intercepts, you know, in terms of defensive intercepts. I mean, that's before any defenders. So she's certainly proven her worth. And like, like you say, I think she's, you know, one of our best silver ferns. Picking out a few of the other players, um, and I, I interviewed Dame Knowles probably four or five weeks ago, and without saying it, but if you read between the lines, she was saying don't expect to see new players in a black dress. They all would have worn it before, but she, she's developed a big group of players that, are, that have played for the Silver Ferns. So I don't think there's going to be a debutante bolter. One player I wanted to ask you about, I think Michaela Sokolic-Beetson has been the best wing defence this season, um, former Silver Fern, not recent Silver Fern. Do you think she's done enough to, to get a, a world's call up? Yeah, look, I think she's had an outstanding ANZ Premiership season. If you have a look at the stats and then obviously put you know her in a team context, she um, was part of our Sky Sports Form 7 um, that we all chose as well. I think she's in a really hard position because uh, you have Kate Heffernan who can who can cover centre and wing defence. You also have Karen Berger who could cover um, wing defence and goal defence. You also have seen Phoenix Karaka there a few times. So mm. um, in terms of uh, her ability to slide, I don't know if she is as good as circle defence as what we what Knowles might have available to her. Um, so I think it's it's really hard, and I think it all comes down to how Knowles picks her mid-quarters and if she goes with specialists like wing attacks or um, if she, you know, chooses to go with a Michaela, with, who's, a, you know, in my kind of silver fern eyes as a specialist wing defence. Yeah, and Dame Knowles has shown a desire to get a two-position player, and you're right, Kate, Kate Heffernan, um, she she's really and she can change a whole look just with one slight positional change. What about Claire Kirsten, who's retired from Premiership? The fact she's done that, do you think she still might be in the mix? Because she's the same. I think um, with, with, with knowing Dame Knowles, you know, I don't think anyone's not in the mix. I think I think she's really. I think that's one of her strengths as a coach is that she doesn't rule anyone out too early, and that she likes to get a lot of opinions and a lot of evidence and a lot of data around players before she makes those final decisions. And I think that's what makes her a really good coach is the ability to, you know, not just have her own opinion, to, to form others as well. I think Claire's probably um, going to be unlucky if I was going to be picking a team now. I think she's come into some form in that back half of the competition and I really like that we've seen her at Magic at wing defence. I think that's where... She's um, strong and she knows how to mark a player one-on-one and really wear them down. Um, 
But I just think with the mid-court that she's got available, I think she might be unlucky this, this, this time around. Let's look at the match this weekend then. Uh, the Pulse are hosting the Northern Stars and the winner will go on to Hamilton and take on the Mystics. But the Pulse and Stars have had some ding-dongers this year and, and they've sort of got contrasting styles too, which makes for a really interesting match. Yeah, look, I think last time um, these these two played in, in round robin play, it wasn't until probably the last, I think, minute that Kelly Jury came out and got an intercept and the Pulse ended up winning by two. Um, and I thought that the Stars played particularly well particularly well in that game. I thought they'd done their homework. I thought they'd executed their game plan. I thought they were nice and controlled and calm. Um, and it just really was, you know, those final few seconds that really let them down. So I'm hoping that they've learnt, or I know that they've probably learnt from that situation, um, and that they, I think they would have looked at the way the tactics played the pulse, um, especially last weekend, um, and looked at areas where they can shut them down. One area that might test them is depth on the bench. They they won't want any injuries. But th- their star for me this year, and sh- well, the star of the stars, has been Amorangi Malasala, who's not come from nowhere, but just given minutes on the court. And, and you watch her off the ball. She covers some ground. She comes right out to take um, centre pass feeds, and then she cuts back in, and, and she's a good detractor for Maya Wilson to get free as well. What a season she's had. Gosh, she's had an outstanding season. You know, she's someone that's been there or thereabouts, but just really hasn't been consistent with her gameplay, in particular her shooting percentage or um, volumes of shots or anything like that. But this season has really, really brought it and at times really carries that shooting end. Um, You know, her confidence to go to the post anywhere is a real asset at goal attack. Um, And I think with having Maya underneath there, you know, Maya positions really well for rebounds as well. So if Amorangi is going to miss, you know, Nine times out of ten, Maya will will hopefully get that rebound. Might be a bit of a challenge with Kelly Jury in there this weekend. Mm. But, look, you, you can't go past Amarangi Malasala. She has been one of their star performers and a big contributor and a reason why they're in the top three. Yeah, and lastly on the stars before we hit the pulse, I feel like the stars, they can be hot and cold. When they're hot, no one beats them. When they're cold, everyone beats them. What do they need to do to go hot, hot the next two games? Yeah, look, I think um, a, a key kind of side is, is how they play out their defensive end. Um, I think we've seen Kalira Nawai Southow. She's got one of the highest penalty counts. Um, <laughs> but of late, we've seen the pairing of Timu and Fowler. And I think probably they're your stronger pairing, especially against the likes of Maturo and the Pulse. So I think Key is going to be able to shut down this Pulse and be able to wear them down because we know the Pulse are really good at holding the ball. Um, and then vice versa down the other end, I think if Maya Wilson can get the up on Kelly Jury, then they will be successful. So to the Pulse, and I think um, their strength is their coaching. I, I really do. And Yvette McCaws and Jury's ability to get these 19-year-olds to be playing the top top level netball in New Zealand. And I'm talking about Amelia Wormsley. I think she was probably destined to be a bit part player, but... God knows how Yvette's done it, but she's now just dominating and commanding. But they don't have the players that have won them the titles, the key ones like Claire Kirsten, like Aliyah Dunn. So there's going to be some big questions over the youth of this Pulse side. Do you think they can bring it all together? They do have home court advantage to get over top of the Stars? Yeah, look, my thing with the Pulse is that they have played in a lot of uh, close matches this season. And more times than not, they've come out on the right side of that. Um, I think 
like you say, I, I think it's all down to their coaching. Yvette's so calm on the sideline. She has very clear directions to her team. She, her ability to pull the player off, give them some directions, give them some feedback, put them back on, and that player goes on and executes that feedback in those directions has been probably one of the highlights of the Pulse. I think ball retention has, has been really good for the Pulse as well. So their ability to put themselves under pressure, um, not only by time, but um, opposition pressure, and still be able to ex- execute under there, uh, under the hoop, has been, yeah, Amelia Wormsley has been outstanding this season. So I think it's just, I like the clarity and the calmness around the Pulse. If you were a current player and you were in the Mystics team, because none of them would, would answer me this, so you have to, which team <laughs> would you rather meet in Hamilton in the final? So which team do you think the Mystics match up uh, best against, the Pulse or the Stars? Oh, look, I think if you were the Mystics, you'd be wanting the Stars to win. I think they've you know, shown that they can beat them, although you know, the Stars beat them in extra, extra time, but that was without four of their um, Mystics starters. So... I just I think that Kelly Jury matches up better with Grace Nowicki and puts her under a lot more pressure than what a Timu and a Fowler will do. Awesome, awesome, mate. All right, so we will go forward one week. I think the Mystics win despite. Don't want them to. I'm a Pulse boy, but <laughs> I think they win. That they've got complete court coverage. No one's really effectively shut down the Toyava Wiki thing, except for maybe the Magic, and they're not in the final three. Uh, is it the Mystics' title to lose? I think it is. Um, I would say that Famu Yuani has done a good job on Peter Tuiava. So um, in the game that the Pulse have beaten the Mystics, um, it was because of Famu, Famu Yuani. So if she can repeat that performance, I think you know, you'd know you go close to, to doing it. But I, I totally agree with you. I think Mystics on paper by far the strongest team. When you look at them, You know, I would be picking them to win games by more than what they've been winning by. Um, they've just had quite a disruptive season. So, yeah, I agree. Um, Mystic to lose. Brilliant. Jody Brown, appreciate your time today. Can't wait for the next two games. Good luck. You still feel protected. Just one time for the record. Just one time for the record. Craig, see, Steph, I think you mean that when the stars are cold, everyone beats them except the steel this year. Yeah, look, the Steel didn't have a win. But when the Stars were hot, actually, I, I just looked it up. When the Stars are hot, they beat the Steel by 34. When they were cold, they beat them by two. Probably wasn't as accurately announced, Craig, my watchdog. I just meant anyone could beat them. Not anyone did, I guess. Anyway, they are absolutely, for me, the Stars, the hot and cold team of the... Um, of the competition, uh, someone said, "Good idea, doing the Hall of Fame for every franchise and call them the Nuggies." I like that. Nuggets of gold. I like that. Uh, Staffy, once again, everyone follows the mighty innovative Crusaders. We come up with the ideas, and the rest follow hook, line, and sinker. I'll follow that text up with this one from Paul. What about the Crusaders Hall of Fame with players not from the region? Oh wait, there won't. That won't work. No one will be there. Oosh. Oh, shots fired. I love the Crusaders fans. It's just amazing. Um, now, on that button bar, uh, Joey Bell, on the button bar, have, have you got the music ready? Do you know? Oh, you have. That's redemption. Thank you very much. I'm bad, but I'm not that bad. Brother Bell is <laughs> on the back. Sweet singers on the front. 
And joining us now out of the TAB, well, for the next four TAB, are you still going to be t- the TAB in four or five days, Brendan Popperwell? Ooh, well, I guess so. I, I would like to think that the brand uh, will be staying uh, amongst uh, an in-chain identity. So, yeah, good question. What year did, the TAB, what year did the TAB start? I'm the historian here. Do you know? Oh... No, I know the first TAB was in Danny Burke, wasn't it? Um, 1951. There you go, okay. Because that was, we, 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 many years ago when I was there, they said, what's a tagline for the TAB? And they said, TAB, since 1951. That's what they went with. And did you know, it's the third most recognised brand in New Zealand? No, really? Yes. And the top two, I think from memory, were Air New Zealand and Cadbury. I think, I think. That's huge. Yeah, that was the third most. I can't 100% remember. I think Air New Zealand was one of the top two, and I just can't remember the other one. So there you go. Gosh, memory lane, memory lane. Where are we going today, Pops? What should we, what should we yarn? Well, we'll quickly touch on the NBA as um, things are happening in front of us rather quickly, and especially for those that have backed the Boston Celtics. Uh, 61-44 halftime, uh, Miami Heat $9 now in live betting, uh, Celtics $1.04. Man, this was a game where there wasn't a lot of money for the Boston Celtics, so this this series keeps pushing deeper, and uh, so far in the last two games, it's been a real hot push towards the Miami Heat, and uh, a number of punters have been uh, unstuck there. So uh, you keep following that with interest. That series might be just keep on rolling on. Uh, We'll go to some NRL, and I think we need to touch on, first of all, the game tonight, the Parramatta Eels against the North Queensland Cowboys. Cowboys got flogged last week against the Tigers, who saw that coming. Parramatta Eels, they do hold their side together here, and, and it's a very much an avalanche as expected again. Mike Sivo, very well back to score two or more tries in this match. 267 uh, is his price to score a double. And you're thinking, gee, 267 to score a double. What's he paying to score a try? A dollar thirty-three. Wow. thirty-three for Micah. Um, that's rather short, but he loves scoring at Combank. That's that's a key thing for him, and he'll get a pretty big opportunity you'd imagine, against the Cowboys staff. They are the disappointment of the season. As a, to be neutral, they were everything last year, and I think um, Todd Payton got signed a multi-year coaching deal because they were just absolutely flying. Jason Tomalolo, they got players for Africa. They just, I don't know, they, they couldn't pull the skin off a of rice pudding at the moment. I know. And look, let's, this is the team. They played and were in front for about 78 minutes in the, in the match to win a spot in the grand final and they lost in the last two or three minutes uh, against Parramatta uh, where they would have been in the grand final. It looked like they were home for all money uh, and now look where we are. They just missed out getting a grand final spot. Todd Payton was coach of the year last year. You're right, everything about them. I mean, they only lost, I think, what was it, the hammer um, to the Dolphins. Their squad looked strong and they've just fallen apart. And, and the other thing too for this game, staff, they've actually lost some key players to origin. Uh, you know, Ruben Cotter, for instance, uh, won't be there. This is going to be a, a big one for them if they can turn it around, and, and punters believe they can't. So let's go to the Warriors. The Warriors match is a one where you can't stop taking money for them. Uh, they're mm-hmm. $1.42. Look, Broncos, I will say, the 280 has been attractive for the Broncos punters. Uh, of course, they've still got Capewell, they've got Adam Reynolds, but they have lost... You know, Payne Haas and Kerrigan and, and Reese Walsh, they're, and, and Cobbo, they're very important. 
A, for front football and also for scoring tries. Uh, those four players just on Payne Haas too. I see he's had a little injury scare um, at Blues training uh, this morning. So that, that might be a little bit of a scare for Blues fans. Mm. But, yeah, the Warriors well backed. Adam Fanua Blake to score a try. This bloke has been menacing uh, throughout the season so far. He scored five tries. He's the leading try scorer for the Warriors. And he's been backed again. And we've also seen money for Luke Metcalf. There's a lot of excitement about Luke Metcalf starting, which could be a lethal combination with Sean Johnson. He's 375 to score a try, and that's been well taken as well. Awesome, B-Pops. What a weekend we've got of sports. Even though there's only half the numbers of games of rugby league, they've all got something meaningful in them. A good round, good two or three great games in Super Rugby as well. So it's a good weekend to be alive. Don't forget Hayden Wilde's on tomorrow night against Alex U, 905 pop-up Sky Sport 1, as Brett from Huntley told us. Big weekend. Thanks, Pops. Cheers, Steffi. And 78% of our money on the pulse to win head-to-head as well. $1.52, that looks like a good get. Ah, te wānga, te wānga Urakawa pulse up the pulse. I love to hear that news. Thanks, buddy. Yes, Steffi. Oh, 78% on the pulse. I didn't think it would be that split. Right, we have to get away now because we've got an appointment, an appointment to phone a Napier City Council member, Keith Price. What's it like in Napier today? How do they get the Warriors there? Looking forward to this. Never spoken to a councillor. So I'm breaking new ground after the break. G'day team, we're going to do something a little bit different now, which I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, I have spoken to members of parliament, never spoken to a city councillor. So breaking new ground, and we're going to the Napier City Council member, Keith Price. Big old day down in Napier, of course, with the Mighty Warriors there at the moment. They play tomorrow. Keith, welcome in. Yeah, thanks very much. A, um, a beautiful day here today. You sell up your city to me, Keith. Where you go. Well, it's a fantastic city. It's um, it's had a little bit of a, a bashing over the last few months, but we're working our way through it. And having an event like this, uh, the Warriors coming here, is fantastic for our people. And it's also brought tourists into the town as well. I'm led to believe you're, you're one of the biggest sports fans on council. So how hard did you push for the Warriors to get to play a game at McLean Park? Well, I, I um, Kevin Murphy, who's our event manager, um, I, I support them in any way uh, with what we do with bringing events in and have just got behind him. He's done a fantastic job. He's been working on this for five years. Wow. And, um, and, and he's got it on. And, I mean, over the last um, over the last few months, he's had 660 here at McLean Park and now the Warriors at McLean Park, which is great because we want to see it used. What are the logistics and the hurdles and the hoops you have to jump through? Like, as you say, it takes five years. This is a big, big event of, like, logistically, financially. How does, how, what does the council have to do? What are the hurdles for you? Well, generally for us as councillors is to support our staff to bring events like this, you know, our, our ground staff, obviously Kevin, and, um, and he does all the grunt work and we get the glory. <laughs> do you have to fork out? Do you have to fork out some cash as a council, which you know you guys collect cash cash on part, on behalf of the ratepayers. Every council's the same, and you give them a Warriors game. So, do the Warriors come to you and say, if you want us, it's going to cost you X, Y, Z? You don't have to tell me the amount, but fiscally, is that sort of how it works? Well, yeah. I mean, Kevin, as the event manager, has a budget to bring events here, and that that's uh, that's over to him how he spends it. Um, Obviously, any economic uh, gain for the city, we encourage, and, and this with uh, 
15,000 people and 5,000 of them are coming from out of town is great. I was going to say the uh, drive through Waipokarau will be bumper to bump tomorrow with all the people from Palmy and, and Wellington and, and I guess you'll, you'll get plenty of Napier and Hastings and Clive and Havelock North and all of your outer lying areas. This is a big boost for a region, Keith, that as you say, you, you've had a couple of left hooks to the midriff and in fact our comment, we commentate the game, Sammy Hewitt just texted me before saying, um, just driving through the Esk Valley, I'm close to tears. It's not fixed yeah. yet, Keith, is it? Um, gosh, you've been punished. No. I, I drove through there three weeks ago and I thought the same. Yeah, no, it's um, it's pretty horrific when you drive through there. Um, but I'll tell you what, the communities have got behind each other and they've stayed pretty strong. And it's quite frustrating because there is a little way to go, but we're heading in the right direction. Yeah, An event a... like this yep. is just so... It's it's just something different that they can get out to or they can watch and no, it's happening in their city and then the hospitality, the accommodation, they all benefit from it, which you know it makes the wheel go round. Does adversity build a community? Is that what you're seeing? Yeah, yeah. It's funny how when you get an event like this, how people come out of the come out of the woodwork and you have natural leaders that get in and and lead the situation. Um, it, it, you know, there is a lot of good comes out of it, even though it's horrible what's happened. So what is the vibe around, you know, the last few days in this build-up to the game? I, I'd imagine, like, you're not a huge city, but you're not a town, but it would be talk of the town. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, Hastings is just down the road, so, you know, there's a, in Hawke's Bay there's 150,000 people. Mm. So it, it is a good buzz, you know, really good buzz. Do you buggers get on with Hastings, or is there a little bit of jousting between the two of you? Um, I'd say just friendly rivalry. I so, um, I, I sense the I sense the hesitation, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, don't draw anything from that. <laughs> no, we, we've now got, we've got two bridges and two more to be rebuilt that keeps us together. Yeah, that's it. Oh mate, um, so are you? Before all of this happened, have you been a Warriors follower? I follow Warriors just because um, they're a New Zealand team, so I obviously support them. Um, but I, I I love all sport, all sport. I think it's great for everyone. Someone someone mentioned to me that there's a there's a a promotion going around. Fill the census, come to the game. Can, can can you explain that to me? No, that I um no I haven't got that one. Oh, you Sorry. haven't heard of that one? No, someone but, said but, if you hadn't done it, your census, but, but it is a good one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, make it your idea. <laughs> if you haven't done it, yeah, 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 I'll jump onto this. But if you haven't done it, do it. And I think that um. Maybe because of uh, the cyclone, we are a bit behind the, the ball. But I've heard uh, a lot of people out there are, are pushing to get it done. Yeah. And this is probably a good idea to do it for this as well. Brilliant. Oh, well, Keith, you'll be going to the game, I hope. Yeah, I'm catching up with Kevin Murphy to have a look at it because uh, to see how we do. And um, and may there be many more events at McLean Park and in Hawke's Bay. Look, uh, Hawke's Bay is a wonderful host. I've been to so many sporting events there, cricket, rugby, your wonderful Ramfurly Shield holders when you have it as well. Wonderful history yeah. of the of the Magpies. You always get good crowds yeah. at McLean Park. Your accommodation is second to none. Your cafe culture, you've got the coastline. You really are living in paradise, Keith. Oh, plus the fact is we're in the top 12 in the world for wine as well. Stop it. There you go. <laughs> Keith, really enjoyed talking to you. Yeah, I really, really did okay, enjoy Okay, thank it. you very much. Have a fantastic weekend. Okay.
Cheers, thank you. Keith Price, Napier Council. Couldn't you hear the joiners, the joiners' voice that they've got something big like that? And look, Hawke's Bay is wonderful. It's it's small enough to still maintain a bit of a boutique character, but it's big enough to have you know all of your good things for for the youth like um, swimming pools and sports fields and it's really well laid out you've got the coast you've got the beaches what are you an hour and a half from Lake Taupo you're um, what are you now to Wellington are you two and a half two and three quarter to Wellington maybe three I'm not sure and then they've got the vineyards um, fantastic vineyards Tomato Peak it's beautiful there Cape Kidnappers uh, the Gannett Colony oh stop it Steph I want to live there Sammy Hewitt's there that's Remember one of our Baileys property of the week? One of them was sort of between <sighs> Napier Hastings but inland, not the Havelock Northway, the other way, and he was just frothing it because Sammy Hewitt wants to make his own gin and he wants to make his own cider and have a cider distillery as a bit of a hobby and have a, th- a three-hole chip and putt golf course, and this property was him. He's in Hawke's Bay now. I just wonder if he's going to go and prospect for a bit of a land grab for Sammy Hewitt for his uh, for his retirement. You been to been to Hawks Bay much, Joey? Uh, like once in my life, I think. How as long a, ago? As a kid, like oh, ten years ago. Yeah, mate, you have to go. Yeah, it, it's it's the perfect place for a long weekend. Perfect place. Oh, we could take a girl there actually. You have to find a girl first, Joey. I've I've started seeing a girl somewhat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're seeing each other. Yeah. Can we take a break and talk about that more? <laughs> Absolutely. Joey Bell's love life after the break. Right, two minutes of Romance Radio. Uh, Joey Bell, how long, like I was counselling through the breakup a while ago when there was the no one's fault breakup because there was a change of cities. Yes, and then there was the other breakup earlier this year in January, mm. uh, which was devastating. It was really my uh, my American summer uh, with this girl from Detroit ended it in about a month. Uh, <laughs> I asked her to be my girlfriend two weeks into knowing her, and then two weeks later we broke up. Uh, so that's a pretty fast relationship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, you find out fast. You do, you Nothing do. wrong with finding out fast. A little too fast for my liking. But this one, taking much slower, Steffi, uh, we are. We've been, we've been out on dates for like almost two months now, and um, just yeah, like once once a week we go out. We talk every day, but very calm. I, I don't feel like I'm going to say I love you to her anytime soon. So I think we're doing really well. Okay, so tell me what sort of dates do you do? Yeah, great question. I w- actually very cool date. We're we're, we're learning to play golf together. Nice, because uh, Louis Herman Watt gave uh, the producer of um, Breakfast. He gave me some golf clubs uh, before he left uh, Auckland, and so I've been going to the driving range, and we went to pitch and putt together. And she's really good. I'm terrible, but it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So just before the break, and we were talking about Hawks Bay. She could be a good place to take a girl. That would be the first overnight date. Yeah. I mean, I, I we're not quite close there. We're, we're I haven't even introduced her to my friend group yet. Yeah, I was going to do it last night, but my sister was coming, and I was like, oh, it's too early for her to meet my sister. Oh, so you're finding you have to lead a bit of a double life at the moment. I really am, and I've lied to her a lot, and I'm just worried when I when I introduce her to my friends. What have you lied about? Oh, uh, it's just some terrible stuff. I, I don't know. I, I, too much to get into. We don't have enough time. <laughs> We've got another hour. Uh, no. Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy Paul is up next. Uh, get your questions in as per usual. The Jeremy Paul Show after two, and you boys have to send him an anywhere link. We'll get on to that. JP after the news.
Oh, that just cut off quick. That's all right. That's 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 just like alarming. It's alarming. Um, tell us some of the lies, Joey. One text comes in. Tell us one. Okay, I will tell you one. Okay, I'll tell you one. One. So she's like travelled a lot, right? She's like Irish. She's on here in her OE. And I have a brother who lives in London. And she's like, well, surely you've gone and visited your brother a lot, right? Like, how many times have you visited your brother? I'm like, oh, twice, you know, like, haven't visited him once. <laughs> oh, you want to sound worldly I like want to sound her. worldly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's kind of catching up on me, you know. She's like, oh, um, have you been to this restaurant before? Surely you have, like, surely you've heard of it because you've gone to London a couple of times recently, right? I'm like, oh, nah, you know, I kind of just stayed inside with my brother. We didn't do much when I was over there, you know. <laughs> so, oh, no, because I had the perfect out for you. Like, you yeah. could have said, oh, no. I've visited him, but by Zoom. No, 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 no. It was clearly I meant in person. Where, where part of uh, London does your brother live? Uh, that's exactly. You don't I, know. I don't know. I just like, just oh. say Wimbledon. <laughs> I know. I can't. I, I can't think of anything when I panic. And so I was like, um, yeah, no, oh, oh, I can't remember. Like I've, I've definitely been there, but I just, <laughs> I even said the line, I've definitely been there. Okay, so from today, there's a line in the sand. No more lies. No more lies. Exactly. Exactly. No more lies. No more lies. Because if you if if you're bad at something, that makes you human. And Richard has said, try before you buy, Joey. No rush, cobber. Here's the advice. <laughs> Thank you. Let's go to the show. You've done it again, Joey. It just keeps crashing. I don't know what's happening. Where's Wait, oh, we'll try one more time. It's time for the Jeremy Paul Show with your hosts, Mark Stafford and Jeremy Paul. Jeremy Paul Show! Up the Brumbies! JP, welcome in, brother! (laughs) Oh, mate, the Jeremy Paul Show will not crash. It will not crash. No, the, sh- the content won't. The intro might. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are no, you still right. on night shift with uh, young young Paul? Atana? Yeah, no, no. Look, he, uh, I came off that. I've got to start back work on Monday. So got to go back to all the shift workers out there. My goodness. Wow. Props to them, eh? Yeah. How you do it, man, is it's crazy. Mm. Like, just... Uh, but it's been a, it's been a crazy four weeks, man. God, I've been teaching in the dark arts at the front row, so he's already got his crouch paused. <laughs> Hasn't quite got his engage ready yet, but he'll be there in a couple of weeks. What is he? Three, about, four weeks old? Yeah, about that. Just about six weeks, he should be able to be able to drop a scrum. Uh, probably eight weeks, be able to collapse one. <laughs> uh, uh, mate, we have got so many text messages in here, so let, let's just roll into that. Give the people that what they want. Do you reckon? Oh, 100%. Let's go. Right. Because we've got some sport on, don't we? We've got State of Origin. Have oh. we ever? God, rock wow. and roll. Right. Hi, for JP. Um, this is from Mikey in Christchurch. Does he think the Brumbies made selection errors last week? And can he convince me that they'll beat the Chiefs this weekend because I need help? I'm stuck on my picks. So, two questions in there. First one, did they make selection errors last week? Well, as actually we spoke about it on the show, remember, mm. Steph? Like, mm. we, we spoke about the... Obviously, the resting of international players during, during a World Cup year, but also being able to play a squad. And uh, yeah, we, we spoke at length actually about the cohesion and bringing new players in and 
how difficult that would be. And um, we've seen, because we, we obviously missed the show when the Reds beat the Chiefs. So we'll just bring that back up, like where we, <laughs> where, where the Reds, oh, they, they, they tackled like you've never seen ever before. Like where has this been all year? Mm. Um, and look, there was there was a lot of changes in that chief side. Like there were names there that I hadn't seen. It's like they're from the um, development squad or from the external squad. It was it's great from a from a from a squad mentality, um, but it's just really difficult to get the cohesion and also to make proper decision making. I noticed with the Chiefs game, probably in the first half, there, there were six opportunities they could have scored a try, but they blew them. Um, and then the Reds just kept growing confidence. And I think with the force last week watching the game, they they just they went off the back of, of winning the prior week and they just they got out to a 21-0 lead. You can't give teams a point start. Mm. Um, and to the Brumbies' credit, they came back. But, look, the, the force always sort of – they had that game in control. And, um, look, for Australian rugby, it's great to see. But, yeah, d- definitely selection. But this is make or break this weekend, right? Brumbies' Chiefs. Like, you know, for the Brumbies, um, like, they'll have their best team out there. Um, and it will be a, a, an enormous – gauge of where they're at um not saying like if they lose this weekend that they can't win it but it would definitely boost the confidence going into the finals like into the last round next week so look i I think if the brumbies play their best game they can match it with the chiefs and they did win there last year so they love that they love playing there yeah i i think this this is this has got low scoring Grinding game, great defence from both sides, written all over. Kicking, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good kicking options. Um, Maximising the fifty twenties. Um, lot of set piece and just, just an absolute all out like battle at the breakdown, right? Like, and I think, um, but I think the back three of the Chiefs. Look, if you if, if going with my heart and my head, I think the Brumbies can still win. But if you're going with a team that has been the form team all year at home going into a finals, having their best 15, yeah, look, and Retallick had a bit of a rest too, so I'm thinking, yeah, the Chiefs were a close one. Mm. Um, Yo, mate, Ken, he's texting. Good. (laughs) Blues man, Ken. Staffy for JP. Your mob have blown it. Wow. It's time for the big boys now. Take a rest, Brumbies. Cheers. Your blues mate, Ken. <laughs> Bro, they haven't actually been the top team this year, which has been disappointing for the Blues. Like I, I was expecting great things from them this year, and for me, it's just yeah, it's just been so inconsistent, hasn't it? Like really, really inconsistent footy. Mm. And again, there's been a few changes um, when they do have their best side and they play that free flowing attacking footy, um, and they just chance their arm. I think once they get into the ding-dong battles in terms of, you know, getting into the grind of that kick, chase, defend, 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 they've come a bit unstuck, Auckland. And, um, yeah, the Blues, yeah, I had bigger hopes for them. I'm, yeah, I just they, – they've got to get some form in these last two games, that's for sure, if they're going to be any chance, Ken. There you go, Ken. Um trying to pick which one to do next let's do this one this is from Ted Staffy love your show thank you Ted for Jeremy who out of all the rugby players you played with could have cracked it big in the NRL and been an origin legend oh I can pick one straight away who oh Finnegan 
Oh, yes. Yeah, he was. Oh, look, the up and 10, like the, the back, up and back, running the 10 metres, yeah. really is the... He would have had to have changed his body shape, like. But in terms of physicality and running, like, and and just putting shots on, yeah. Mm. Joey, Mellon, Joey Roth. Was, Joey Roth would have been. Good. Joey Roth easily would have would have been a, a dual international. Um, he was actually built probably for the game of. Well, I was lucky, right? I got to play with a lot of dual internationals. Andrew Walker, um, you know, Wendell Sailor, Lottie Kerry, Matty Rogers. Um, yeah, I definitely think I think Stephen Larkham definitely at fullback. Mm. Um, oh, geez, cup some good number eights. David Lyons would have made a, a oh, very good rugby yeah, league player. Like he was, yeah, he was a Mark Chisholm, Rodiki Samo. I reckon could have. I reckon he would have been a great finisher, maybe even a centre. Like, oh, the game is a lot easier to go from rugby to league than league to union. We've we've seen that with so many. Um, Rugby converts, haven't we? Mm. Particularly into the All Black system. Um, obviously, with Benji Marshall being the first, and now Roger Tuivasa Chef. Just that, I suppose that um, lack of of experience or that that lack of playing. You really do have to have played. It's not just as simple of going over, is it? Mm. Um, and I, I really like Tamana Tahu. Remember Tamana yes. Tahu? He was another dual international. He actually, I reckon he described the two games the best. He goes, I guess, so what's the difference between rugby league and rugby union? And Tamana Tahu said they like, they, they like tennis and squash. They both have a racket and a ball, but they're two completely different games. Mm. And I just think that's a wonderful analogy of the game of rugby. So, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely had some good. Timmy Horn would have been a great rugby league player. He would have been. He would have been Nathan Cleary like. Daniel Herbert. Daniel yeah. Herbert would have been. Sterling Mortlock would have been very good. Matt Gitto. Matt Gitto for sure. He played league all the way up in his junior leagues. Uh, actually, in his in, he played all junior league as well. So, yeah, he would have made a great rugby league player. Um, someone's asking who the two nines and tens. Uh, you'll probably take three nines. Probably two tens and a utility for ten for the Wallabies. If you had to pick at this stage, uh, that's from Josh. Uh, look, I'd, I'd I'd almost I'd go with Jake Gordon. Mm. I think Jake Gordon has just taken another level. I've known this this kid since he was eighteen, nineteen. Um, always believed he would get there, and I just think he's taken it. To, whenever the Waratahs need something, Jake Gordon delivers. Like. And in a big way, either a turnover, a try, um, a try-saving tackle, something big. And I just think that it's his time now. And, look, I love Nick White. I think Nick White has just been an incredible, incredible um, Wallabies player. And I still think he could probably still start. But then you've got Tate McDermott. I think Tate McDermott has to be on the bench. Mm. Um, don't think he's ready quite yet to start. Um, but he could make a hell of an impact off the bench. And I think you've got to go with Quaid. I think Quaid is just in a wow. a really, really good headspace. I think he would lead. Like, I think with Semi Karevi at, um, at Inside Centre, <coughs> um, at Inside Centre, I think um, I think you, you you would go Quay Cooper at ten, and I don't mind that Gordon from the Rebels. I was like, just looking up what his Christian name was. I knew it was Gordon. It's, is it Cam or um, yeah? I love Grant, him. I love him, uh, mate. Look, I think he's just he's he's a running. He's, he's exactly what 
Eddie Jones likes. He's a running 10. He's a, he's a very good runner. Um, and he just takes his opportunities, man. He gets at the back and he runs and he's got a flick pass step. Oh, no, no, he's a, he's a genuine talent, man. I like him. Carter Gordon, that's him, Carter Gordon. Are there, are there any new green and gold uniform wearers this year? No, look, I think I think that yeah, I think that young Gleeson will get more time this year, uh, the back rower for the Waratahs. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see him. I think we might even see young Fraser McWright on the bench, maybe, um, only because he's just had such a cracker year again. Um, in terms of anyone new, no, no one new. I think we've got the players to compete. I think we definitely do. I think it's just going to come down to availability. I think, I think we'll use players from overseas, like whether or not we use Big Will Skilton, um, one of the best forwards in the game in Europe, mm. um, has to be a place there for him somewhere. Um, and I just think the games leading up to the World Cup will decide on selection basis, really. But I think he's got the players for a squad, definitely. One more rugby question before we hit the league uh, comes yep. from James. What skills do you reckon Roger Tuivasa Sheik would have learned in rugby that he will take back to league and make him better? <laughs> oh, just the, just the size of the bodies. Every rugby league player that's come over has always said, just the just the, the, the vast size of players and that contact. Like everyone talks about, like rugby league has been the most – it is. It is a very combative sport. Um, but in terms of body shapes and size, you're looking at, you know, some of those tight head props, South Africans, uh, even a couple of the boys running around in super uh, rugby is – they're not 130 to 135 kilos, man. That's – you know, you don't get anyone really over 112 to 115 in rugby league. Yeah, because I always Luckily, thought like Nelson Asafa Solomona is a huge rugby league player, but you put him in a rugby team and he's not huge anymore. No, he's not. No, 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 not at all. He's a dime a dozen. Mm. Like it's like the the players are exceptionally massive, and you you're not 10 meters away. But in terms of those real heavy collision. Areas like the scrum, the contact zone, and and obviously the breakdown, you can get absolutely annihilated in there. Um, and I, I think just there's reaction time. Like rugby is a t- rugby rugby is a game where you have to react as you go. And I think going into league, back to league as a fullback, and their role now within the game, where it's they basically stand in the ruck area for the five tackles and they're there for support and I think that reaction time in union on making that decision of going into the breakdown, not coming in setting players around you, I just think that organisation and that reaction time will be will, will, he'll gain a lot from that and use that in rugby league Let's talk about Origin before I go. A man born in New Zealand, um, played all his rugby in Canberra, has lived in Queensland and New South Wales. Uh, who do you go for? Man, I actually go for the Blues. Because when I was in New Zealand, I went for the Blues. And then when we moved, we moved to Queensland. And in the house, right, you had a couple of Queenslanders and a couple of New South Welshmen, <laughs> so it made it interesting. But... Um, uh, look, I've always, I've always, I've always admired the Queensland spirit, though the Queensland, like that, that um, what did they win nine out of ten series or something when they had, 
you know, the big four. Um, look, it's state of origin is all about work ethic, man. It's just about how hard they will go and how hard and how long you'll go for. Uh, it's a battle of, of not only physicality, but just the, the mental application towards playing 80 minutes of that level of footy. Wow. Um, but again, I think Queensland, like the team that they've, I, I think, I think Tino, because they've, they've named Flegler at eight, but I think that Tino um, will, Farmer's I think it is, um, from the goal from the Titans. I just call him Tino. He will be, I think he'll start, and I think Harry Grant will start at nine as well. They've named Ben Hunt, but I think the blue side will run out one to 13. But um, and I think Nico Hines should and deservedly should get a spot on the bench. I think he can, he just covers everything now. I think he's an absolute gun, that kid. So, um, but looking forward to it, bro. Can't wait. Same, same. Go one, the Brumbies, eh, against the Mooloos. One last question. Uh, it's very important. We've got a very observant listener. Josh, he's text back in again. He said, JP, is it raining? Have you got the dryer on or are you deep frying chips? Mate, it is bucketing down. We've just had hail. Um, <laughs> it's absolutely bucketing down. And I'm just hanging out with my – I'm just laying in bed hanging out with my son because I've got to go back to work on Monday. So I'm just taking the time with my little time waster <laughs> and my little pig. He just can't stop eating. He's a blockhead. <laughs> He's a pool. He's a pool. He's a pool. He's un- Actually, do you know, bro, my, Rihanna, my wife, her maiden name is Paul, but it's spelled with two L's. So all she had to do was take an L off. Oh, gee, didn't have to change yeah, your signature, crazy. really? No, 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 just had to drop an L. <laughs> awesome. All right, mate, good chatting. We'll catch up next week. Catch you, brother. Cheers, boy. The Jeremy Paul Show comes to a conclusion. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of comments around Joey Bell. We'll find out what's making news, but we need to talk about Joe Bell's situation as well after the break. Ladies and gentlemen, I've, I've just been handed an urgent... And, and a horrifying news story. story. And I, I need, need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. What's making news around the world? What's making news, Joey, apart from you? Yeah, we'll get to me later, but we'll start off with uh, reading. I felt really bad lately because all my flatmates read a lot. I'll turn down the music. Apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too excited. Read a lot, and I don't. And a recent survey survey of five thousand adults has revealed that one in four adults admit to reading only while on holiday often wishing they had more time for reading in their day-to-day lives. The average uh, adult goes on holiday abroad once a year, apparently. Must be nice. And reads <laughs> an average of two books during their trips. Well, you've been to London twice. You must have read books. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, very true, yes. Uh, and apparently m- men especially, they like romance novels, but they'll only read them on holidays. So no one can see them reading so, yeah, a Yeah, no one novel. can see them uh, reading. I bought a Kindle. I bought 50 books and downloaded it, left it on a plane. That is I'd read guessing. half the first book. How expensive are Kindles? Pretty expensive. Uh, oh, oh, the Kindles weren't too bad. But the I, books, I, I, yeah. I'm now podcast. I don't read anymore. <laughs> I, just, I just do podcasts. You don't read anymore. Well, I read the text messages, but I don't read books anymore. No, I me neither. A, I love a good book. Shantaram, best book ever. I feel like I'm an idiot now because I don't read. Anyways, speaking of books, a book has been returned to a US We've library. Had that one. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, basketball star Michael Jordan's 1992 jersey sold for over $3 million. The, uh, the one that he wore in the semifinals wow. at the Barcelona Olympics. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. That is a lot of money. And, Steph, I've thrown myself under the bus by talking about a girl on air once again. Yep. Um, and I'll probably be on Tinder very soon um, when she dumps my ass. And Finn just passed me this piece of paper saying that um, a woman's found out an easy way to see whether a partner is using a dating app. So oh, quite often you will see... Like for example, my flatmates, they always see me on the dating apps. Like you know, like and they always they always uh, flick right on me. Like I match with all my flatmates and my friends and stuff, and yeah. it's just for a bit of fun. Um, I don't actually hook up with them. Anyways, <laughs> the point is, <laughs> most most people say though that um, your your Tinder profile will just be on Tinder even if you haven't been for a while. But that's not true. Like if if, if if you don't go on Tinder for a week, it disappears. Oh, really? Yes. And so what that's disappears? Fr- your photo? No, no. It's, it's just that you won't come up like, as an option to swipe right on. Oh, okay. Because I haven't been on the dating apps for a while, and so I haven't been getting any notifications, and I've been feeling a bit bad about myself. And um, it's nothing to do with your photo good, or your profile. Oh well, that is an issue. Like <laughs> uh, I don't get many, I don't get many likes as is. Well, I went down to Wellington recently. My phone blew up. I got like 30 likes and I was only there for about 12 hours. Fresh meat. I know. Fresh to the Wellington market. Why Caddo had so much success when I just, I just drove down there for like a pub lunch and pub lunch and um, got lots and lots of uh, connections there. So Just start road tripping, Joey. I really should. Anyways, I like this girl, so I won't. Hey, I'm supposed to give you a fact of the day, aren't I? If you want. Uh, fact of the day, I'm going to get dumped. There you go. <laughs> Some texts for you. Yeah. Joey Screwed, if his girlfriend is listening, from Mark. Uh, this one says, talking about your lies on radio is probably the rookiest move I've ever heard. Yeah, it's not a great idea. I will tell you, Steffi, do you actually know how my last relationship ended? Tell me. I um, I accidentally <laughs> called my uh, ex-girlfriend fat on the radio. By accident. Like, completely, and she obviously isn't, and it was just like... Uh, I, I implied, I implied by accident. Oh, Joey! And, uh, yeah, she heard. See, that was in Joey's getting a bit of grief on the text. Look, Joey, if you ever got to meet him, he actually is a remarkably charming <laughs> young man. And he has no filter, and that is part of that's one of his endearing qualities to me, Joey. Like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're a good man to be around. You are a very good man, and you are always smiling. Oh, which thank I like. you. Um, we had a text in. I just want to quickly do this one. Uh, someone asked uh, Jeremy Paul a question. Pete sent in a text just after we had hung up, uh, but I took a photo of the text message and he's replied. So your question is, Mark, can you ask Jeremy what age do they change throwing into the line out, feet together or one foot in front of each other? I coach Colts and my hooker struggles to get it to the 15 metre mark. Here's the reply from one of the best hookers of all time. Two feet always. He has to work his core to reach the 15 metre mark. Lots of repetition, bro. Start at throwing to number two in the line out and slowly work his way back. Elbows up and hands through like throwing a dart. In training, overs exaggerate the hands through by keeping them up for five, three to five seconds once the throw's done. Once the throw's completed, don't stand there and admire your throw in the game. Get on your bike and react. Punching emoji. How good's that? This this man who's coaching Colts just got 
Line-out throwing drills for the Colts. Beautiful. Uh, Clive Cussler. Clive Cussler books are great. Oh, actually, I've read every single, every single Jack Reacher book. He's about sixteen oh, really? of them. About sixteen of them. Jack Reacher's the character. Yes. No. I love. I well. I love the Jack Reacher TV series that came out recently. Oh no, way better. I know. I've read one of the books. I liked it, but it was just a bit slow. Oh no, read the books. Yeah. Read the book. I bought eight in a secondhand shop in Bangkok for fifty cents a book. Wow. They're, they're, they're great holiday reading oh, books. Actually, I was on holiday in Bangkok. Yeah, yeah. And read. I probably read two or three. I'm a great book reader in planes. Actually, mm. great book reader in planes. We're going to take a break. Um, still got more to come. I see Sammy and Kempi are now in venue in Napier. We'll chat to them in about ten minutes. But straight after the news, we are going to catch up with uh, rising jockey star Taylor Mitchell. Um, so let's go, Karen News, Taylor Mitchell. Sam and Kempi, what a half hour. Our Love Racing update this week, we're going to one of the more promising apprentices in the country, Taylor Mitchell. She's interrupted uh, trials at the moment. Taylor, really appreciate you coming on. How's your day been so far today? No, it's been pretty good. Just had track work this morning and then just got to the trials and um, got one more heat and then um, have a busy day. You will have a busy day. I was just looking at your stats, Taylor. This year's been, well, this season's been incredible for you. Uh, seven uh, seven winners last year, 57 winners this year. Did you eat lots of spinach between seasons? What sport about this? <laughs> no, I think it's more just the trainers helping me and putting me on those horses that I can learn on. Um, especially Ralph Manning, we have a pretty good strike rate and I get along with all his horses so um, no it's just pretty much been the trainers and I've just been trusted with the rides Yeah I was looking at the trainers actually you had uh, nine winners six placings off just 35 rides for Ralph how does that click? What, what What's special about that relationship? Um, well I started to learn how to ride track with Ralph when I just left school he gave me his, my first job um, he's I go over there, ride track work every morning. Um, he's been really good to me ever since I was little. Um, so I've pretty much grown up as my he. He's been pretty much my second dad figure. But yeah, Th- those relationships are important. I've talked to a number of jockeys, and that first um, senior trainer apprentice jockey relationship that really sets you up for life, doesn't it? It's important you get that right. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, same with just because he's always been there to support me and um, doesn't get um, doesn't get like real. He just oh sorry, he just like wants to help me learn and he tells me where I make mistakes and all that stuff. So he's very very helpful with that, especially if I have other rides. He'll tell me if I've done something wrong or and his horses obviously like jumping and going forward for that. Suits my riding style too. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about your riding style. Like, is there a preference for like front running sprinters? Do you enjoy the middle distance? What's your preference if you could hand pick a, a style of horse and a, and a distance? Oh, probably a front running sprinters. But um, I don't know why, but I've just always been pretty good at getting them out of the gates. And obviously, if you have that head start <laughs> in the race, then. Hopefully, sometimes usually you can hang on. You yeah. rate it or good. 
I don't want to sound sexist, Taylor, but I always feel yeah. like a front-running woman jockey. You you get into that little ball and you just sit there, and the balance is good, and it's almost you just let the horse and its horsepower do its work for you before you ask it for its effort. Yeah, no, definitely, it's um, pretty good once you're coming into the corner and you feel like you have heaps of horse under you, even though you're in the front and you haven't asked for anything yet. Um, especially when you just have to tap them and then you do get that second gear. Got one of our top apprentices online, Taylor Mitchell. Just a couple of other questions I want to ask you. Look, golfers have favourite golf courses that suit their eye. Have you got favourite tracks that you turn up and go, I feel really good here? Yeah, no, I love Hastings. I've had two trebles there. Um, probably just got the right horses that like the track too because um, it is a front-running bias if you get it on a good day. Um no, but yeah, I really like Hastings and probably Tirapa has been one of my lucky tracks too. And lastly, uh, I've got four horses here at Pukekohe this week. Beep, beep, Tequila Spirit, Thunder, Chase and Gold. Uh, race four, five, six and eight. So a full-ish day for you, but you get the first three races off. What do you like most out of those three? Um, probably thun- Thunder backing up. He should go good. Um he just, it was a very heavy track at um, Tirapa the other day, so hopefully he backs up good. I think he can only improve off it. Um, Beat Beat's been going really good races, not out of the money. Very good form. Hopefully, don't know about the testing track tomorrow, hmm. but we'll see. Um, Chasing Gold, he won last time at Tirapa, uh, at, sorry, the same track and on a heavy 10, and it was very heavy, so I don't know how heavy 10 is tomorrow, but he does like the track. Um, and the other one for Janelle Miller, I haven't ridden it before, but it um, hopefully it likes a heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can sort some horses out, can't it? Um, and uh, lastly, lastly, mum and dad must be proud, mate. Like you were born into racing, it was sort of a default that you were going to get into it. It must be cool Sunday night dinners around the table talking about the code. <laughs> No, it's been really good. Um, no, I think they're both very happy for me. They both were questionable at the start because I was a pretty nervous person, but I think it's racing's built me mm. a lot as a person and I'm very happy now doing what I'm doing and I'm enjoying it all the time. Right, Taylor, go grab your saddle, go grab your, your persuader. I know you're about to jump on the back of your horse. <laughs> uh, thanks for taking time out of your busy program today. No, thank you very much. Falkman takes the pass off. Two of us are shake, two of us are shake. To Josh Curran. Curran scores. Oh my God, Curran scored. Josh Curran. Oh, the Warriors. That's my Sam Hewitt impersonation. Sammy, have I got you? Terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> Terrible, man. It's not enough energy. <laughs> not, not enough hot, energy, Stan. Not high enough. Uh, Get hotter on the mic. In the uh, inimitable words of Peter Montgomery, how are you? Where are you? I'm doing fantastically well, Steph. We are at the beautiful, idyllic, some might say palatial, uh, waterside, uh, oceanside bar, uh, three wise birds. Like, I'm going to talk it up a little bit here, Steph, because not only are we in a very nice part of the bar with, you know, the TVs on, just watch the Celts get another W, thank you. Um, got all the TVs running, got the drinks flowing, which is fantastic, and I'm a massive three wise birds cider fan. They've yes, got that on are. tap. Steph, just take a couple of steps to your right through one of these doors here, and you have a pool room. 
and I know how much of a fan oh. of a pool room you would be given how yes. much you love the castle. Yes. We're talking tables, we're talking barlinas, another big TV, all in a little private area for you to play your pool, another dart area as well. They literally have set this up for the quintessential sports fan. It's all it's all here ready to go, staff. We are ready to rip in as well. Cannot and, wait. And the Warriors fan. We actually had Napier City Councillor Keith Price on. Just We wanted to get an idea of what they had to do. This has been a five-year project to get the wow. Warriors to Hawke's Bay, and they are there. And he said, everyone is just fizzing, and it's been the talk of the town. It's a wonderful province. I know it's your province of choice when you retire in about five years. It yes, is your sir. province of choice, isn't it? It is, mate. And... Um, I flicked a message actually, we we drove down, we didn't fly down, me and uh, one of the technical guys here, Brennan, and um, had to drive through the Esk Valley, mm. and look, seen it all on the news, seen it in the papers, um, but man, nearly brought a tear to my eye, just the devastation, the destruction in this area. What's crazy, Steph, is that that was four months ago. I and know, it looks like it happened it now, last week, doesn't it? it? It looked like it happened overnight, mm. and the amount of work they've done to try and fix it up, like the, the destruction and devastation is incredible. So it's interesting, while it's taken five years to get it here, it almost couldn't be a more perfect time for the region, I think. You know, taking people's minds away from things. It's a sellout tomorrow night at, at McLean Park. Um, you know, everyone's up and down the streets at the moment in their Warriors gear, so everyone's in town for it. Um, I just think it's a great opportunity for the community to sort of pull together again and, and just take their minds away from what's happened over the last couple of months. Um, there was rumour there was going to be some former Warriors legends, maybe a few Broncos around and about today and tomorrow. Have you spied any? You've got some good oil there, Steph. Uh, you've got some fantastic oil because uh, right off the top of the uh, show, just after 3 o'clock, we're going to grab Gordon Tallis on. Um, I know he was on with the Bricky Boys earlier this week talking state of O, but he's coming on to just talk Broncos Warriors, yes. which is going to be fantastic. Uh, Brent Tate is going to jump on as well. Uh, of course, he played for both teams. Uh, we'll see which way his allegiance lies for tomorrow evening. And then after uh, 4 o'clock, we're going to be very lucky to have Kevin Campion, the champion, and uh, Owen Guttenbeel, they're going to be in the bar, actually, going to grab a drink and sit down with us and, and jump on the cans. We're just going to relive the memory, staff over the years. Uh, we're going to ask people for their top five Warriors-Broncos moments. We've Game got one. the five Game penciled one. in. Well, that's on there. That's penciled in there. You might remember the uh, Sean Johnson length of the field try, mm-hmm. the Campion Webkey brouhaha. Um, <laughs> Rabs, why they're playing basketball? <laughs> That'll be in there as well. Was that Falmawina who threw that pass over the top of his head? Uh, yes. And then... Um, the other, the other little one we're doing as well, Steph, we're actually doing a, a quiz for punters that are here at the uh, at the bar that can come up and take on Kempi. Another one we're doing is um, our best 17 at the moment in the NRL. Someone text that through for running it straight on Wednesday. Me and Kempi have gone away and collated oh, the so best 17 at the moment in the NRL on form. Oh, okay. So all the current players, any team across the board, that's hard. Yep. I think it's a bit easier than you think because... On form, when you t- when you say on form, like you, I don't think you, like well, certainly you can't have Tommy Turbo as your number one. You probably can't have Latrell. So I think on form it's a bit easier because there's guys that aren't playing, you know, at their bit. Like Teddy's not playing at his best in 2023. Are you going to so, tell me Reese Walsh? Absolutely not. Good. No, I would never. I would never do that on the on the eve of a Broncos Warriors clash. I don't. Steph. I don't want to steal. I don't want to steal your thunder for later in the show. But and you don't have to say a name. But are there any Warriors in your top 17? There are actually a couple oh, of Warriors. Oh, Jersey 14 will be a Steph. Warrior. Correct. I'll tell you the I'll tell you the other actually I don't want to tell you a number because that will give it away. But it's a certain a certain individual who has had a rare penchant for scoring tries in 2023. 
Montoya. Does that give you a hint? Montoya. No. Oh, no, no. no, no, Adam, no. I Adam, said a rear. A rear. Adam Fanua Blake. Oh, yeah, look, your word's not mine, mate. No, 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 no. Your word's not mine. No. So, Sammy, you're on for a couple of hours with Kempi. Has he arrived? He had his flight cancelled. He's arrived, but as 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 is expected, he's deep in amongst the beverages uh, out in the out in the crowd, mixing and mingling and doing all the uh, PR for us. So, yeah, just me. But he's ready to go. He's fizzed up, and he obviously can't wait to catch up with a couple of guys he played against and a couple of couple of good mates. He so is in his element, isn't he? Chest out. Oh, he is. Guns oiled and greased, oh, he, ready to go. I mean, there's no there's no doubt he ordered the uh, the extra large jersey on purpose. And when I say extra large, I mean he needs a triple XL. So he's, he's, he's done that on purpose. He's, he's form a little bit. He's form-fitting. He All right, yeah, Sammy. He hey, listen, um, I think it's awesome you're down there in the community that's hosting this game. You'll be calling the game with Kemper. You're doing pre-game, post-game. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give you Tuesday off. I'll take it, Mark. I'll take it. Double pay as well, please. Thank you. And if, and if Hutchie's listening, the five-star hotel. Yeah. Lines just dropped out. Uh, just came back with the Five Star Hotel. Sammy, enjoy your weekend, mate. You, you richly deserved it. Uh, you're in your element. Great caller of the game. Go well. Thanks, boys. There is Sammy Hewitt. Uh, they are coming up in about seven minutes. We'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll have a look back in the day. Here's what happened back in the day. I tell you what. I tell you what. You can't see them. I can. Sammy and Kempe, they are sampling Michelin star-looking sliders resplendent in their Warriors jersey. You do not want to miss the next couple of hours. Right, let's have a look back in the day. 1999, 26th of May. Man United beat Bayern Munich of Germany 2-1 in the Champions League final. 2001, Jeremy Paul's ACT Brumbies became the first non-New Zealand team to win the Rugby Union Super 12 title. It's gone, Deb. It's all over. Take a bow. ACT Brumbies. Champions in 2001. And didn't they do it in style in the second half? And they also won in 2004. A raft of birthdays today. One of the great New Zealand batsmen, Glenn Turner, turned 76. Uh, Paul Dodge, English rugby player, 65. Steve Pate, American golfer, turned 62. All-whites goalkeeper, Michael Utting. Happy birthday, Arts, 58. Uh, Lauren Hill, American rapper, R&B artist. How did she get in there? But she's 48. And Luca Toni, an Italiano football player, turns 46. Number one movie in 96 was Mission Impossible. And the number one song was this. us for a week. I'm off an hour early because Sammy Hewitt and Tony Kemp are looking buff. They're looking refreshed. Big thanks to Joey for stepping in today and for Finn Basimo as well. Enjoy the Warriors!